A lake is the landscape's most beautiful and expressive feature. It is Earth's eye, looking into which the beholder measures the depth of his own nature. Henry David Thoreau The morning was so still, not even the wind whispered, as Osborne sipped from his first cup of coffee. But as he sat, the woods awoke. A woodpecker rattled on a dead aspen, and overhead, a squirrel chucked. He tipped back in his chair, closing his eyes and lifting his face to the sun. Below, just off his dock, a canoe paddle dipped. Henry Darden, out for his morning cruise. Molly, his wife, would be in her paddle boat, heading straight across the lake. You could set your clock by those two codgers. On Loon Lake, at the dot of seven, any day it was decent. A fish jumped. Even with his eyes closed, Osborne sensed the circles radiating out across the black surface. From the sound of the splash, he guessed a smallmouth. Loon Lake was rich with bass these days. He resisted the urge to trot down with his rod and tease a few. Too darn cozy, right where he was. And his rig was too light for bass anyway. He inhaled. Such peace. Such solitude. Such a fine life. Even tonight would be good. He had a date to fly fish with the woman of his dreams. Osborne sighed happily. Then he grimaced. Things would not stay this calm for long. The news in the morning paper, folded on his lap, was good and bad. That national bass fishing tournament, set to open in ten days, would pump a lot of bucks into the Loon Lake economy. With two warm winters sabotaging their snowmobile tourism, the little town needed the action. But geez louise, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was estimating 15,000 visitors. Fifty professionals paired with fifty amateurs. And the rest? Gawkers? Fifteen thousand was triple what the president of the Chamber of Commerce had told the city council when they voted to allow the tournament. This was Bass Country, and the tournament had been angling for several years to have access to the 300-plus lakes in the region. Lakefront owners like Osborne had balked at first. The fishing tournament featured afternoon boat racing, which tended to draw too many cowboys. In the long run, no one could resist the money. But that wasn't the worst of it. Twenty miles away, on the very same late July weekend, Tomahawk was hosting their annual Harley-Davidson rally, another 30,000 Rasbonias. What a contrast. One crowd decked out with bass poppers and miles of monofilament, while the other flashed chrome and leather. Problem was, both drank way too much beer. On the roads and on the water, the Northwoods would be a zoo. Lou would have her hands full. Yep, Osborne thought as he opened his eyes and sipped from his mug. She just might need some help. He smiled. Every day he was amazed. Who would have ever expected this 63-year-old retired dentist to be courting a police chief? Not Henry and Molly, that's for sure. He could imagine the expressions on the faces of those two every time Llewellyn Ferris's squad car passed their kitchen window, two doors down from his, on its way to Osborne's. He wouldn't put it past Molly to sneak by in the wee hours to see if Lou was spending the night. They had nothing on him yet, but boy... Hope springs eternal. As if in answer to his thoughts, tires crunched in the driveway. Lou. 
He heard the door slam and waited for her whistle. It was a habit they had fallen into while grouse hunting last fall. Makes it easy to know exactly where someone is in the woods, so you shoot a bird and not a buddy. These summer mornings, she often used it to see if he was already out on his deck.